We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, December 21st edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. Um, Tim Haney's with me today, like every Thursday. Tim, only two more. This this and one more Thursday for those for those week 17 weirdos. Yeah. We'll be back next week. People that need to talk about their league changes next year. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you're listening next week, you have a problem, everybody. Unless you just like us, which is fine. Maybe. Listen to DFS podcast next week, though. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's, that's, that's a good one. And for next week, yeah. for us, um, we're going to be off Monday for Christmas, but we're still going to do Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We're going to roll you through week 17. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about something near and dear to your heart, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, kind of a racing heart on Sunday night, but yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Um, over, give me, give me a number of carries for Zeke this Sunday. Carries fifteen. I think he'll get at least five catches. I think they're going to really feed him. Fifteen. That's low. So they're not. It's not going to be full yeah. bore twenty four carries. You don't think? I, I would like maybe maybe I'll say twenty. Not twenty four. I don't know. Okay. I I think the lip service that the that Jason Garrett's giving is just that. Yeah, uh, I don't see how they with the playoff spot on the line and with Tyron Smith possibly out. I don't see how they don't give it to Zeke as much as possible. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm thinking with the catches, because I think they're going to 
maybe have a little bit more trouble running to the left, so they maybe have to get Zeke into more space. Yeah. So. All right. So the, the the other thing I wanted to ask you is for week seventeen, the I, th- I think I don't know who I talked about this with. If it was Derek or Jake. The Sunday night flex will be decided on will be decided on Sunday or Monday. I think it's Sunday that they'll figure it out this week. That they'll decide yeah. who the week seventeen Sunday night flex is because it's going to be basically the biggest game. Right. Do you think that any basically the, the you think they're looking to make it Cowboys Eagles if they can? I don't. I don't see how. I mean, I think they're more games that would be pertinent than that one. I mean, without, without, you know, Carson Wentz is a little bit less luster. The, the Eagles might not have much to play for, you know, so. Well, they'll it, be playing it, for number. Well, who did they want well, to over it, the Vikings? It, it, it depends if the Vikings lose this week, which I'm not seeing happening, then they would get number one. But you're right without, without Aaron Rodgers, it's definitely a little more of a, you know, question mark for that one. Oh, uh, you know, what would, I'm, I'm trying to think of what would be a, a better game. Um, Panthers Falcons maybe Panthers Falcons that would be if the Panthers win sorry if the Falcons beat the Saints then Panthers Falcons will likely be for the NFC South right assuming the Panthers win then it will be for the NFC South they like those divisional deciding games yeah in the Sunday night usually but but the Cowboys fight if the Cowboys are fighting for a playoff spot and the Eagles are going for the number one seed, it's a meaningful game. Sure. All right, I'll give you that. I mean, a lot depends on what happens, you know, next week. And you, know, you got the Raiders Chargers that could be involved somehow. I believe there's still Raiders are out though. Oh, they are? Okay, I yeah, that's right. So, right? Yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Never mind. So Broncos, no, Cardinals. Could, Jags Titans uh, could be if the Jags lose at San Francisco. Right. Okay. I'm sure okay, so let me ask you a question. If yeah it's yeah. If if all three of those scenarios come to pass, and it's Panthers Falcons for the NFC South, Jags Titans for the AFC South, and Dallas Philly for the scenario I presented, <laughs> what do you think they'll pick? See, I think they'll pick Eagles Cowboys. Well, with Zeke back, I could see that being more of a case now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would, but I'm not deciding these things. But right. you know, I I guess the fact that one of the teams would be eliminated with a loss i guess that's more drama yeah but i don't know panthers falcons probably would be a better game <laughs> right i would love to see that one on sunday night that's a good yeah. new, that's a good new year's eve right there yeah for sure yeah i will be uh yeah, I, I will be it'd, be it'd be perfect because it, it fills that time for me who i'm gonna be staying home on new year's eve it'll fill that time between eight and midnight <laughs> that normally i'm like what movie am i gonna watch <laughs> right at least at the local team at that right. option so so, all right, Eagles. So the Eagles, hold on one second. Yeah. Just, just so I don't look like a complete idiot. XYZ Eagles, so they clinched number one. Is that right? Uh, some people, I, I know some was, people are listening right now and saying, I you thought idiots. It was, of I course thought it was, they did. I, I thought it was XY. I, I think it, it, it still depends on the Vikings, I think. Okay, hold on. I, Eagles aim to clinch number one C versus Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles getting them one C without Wentz. Can someone tell me? <laughs> Z's, Z's, Z's a first round buy clinch. The Eagles and Vikings have already clinched first round buys. That's what that is. No, I'm looking at NFL.com. It's an XYZ for Eagles, XY for Vikings. So. I don't, I'm not looking. I'm, I'm on NFL. I'm not looking the same thing you are. Really? No star on either one of them. So I see Z. God, come on. 
<laughs> Come on, really? All right, I'm not going to bore people anymore. Well, the this. Eagles are going to they're in danger because, you know, Monday night if you're relying on too many Eagles, you know. Right. That that could be that could be iffy with the you know, if if they're not going to play Nick Foles or anybody for that that long, it's just going to be what Nate Sudfeld and, you know, do you really want to trust Alshon Jeffrey with that? Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, the Eagles can still the, the Eagles can still get be the number 2 seed. Obviously if they you know, because there's a there's another week, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. right. Anyway, enough of that, folks. Sorry to you know <laughs> for me being confused about this. Um, we're gonna re- we're gonna preview the uh, all the matchups for this week. So, um, if you want to tweet us about anything uh, for the weekend, Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at Jay Helping Thirty Seven. You can also get us at RotoWire and get the updates, the feed at RotoWire NFL. All right, just scheduling note: two Saturday games: Colts, Ravens, Vikings, Packers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, two Monday games, Steelers, Texans, Raiders, Eagles. So, um, just, you're going to want to, you know, pay attention to that before you set your lineups. All right. Colts, Ravens, um, anything Macklin's out most likely, mm-hmm. sorry, Macklin's not practicing and will, it seems like he will be out. Right. So, it's, it's, it's a pessimistic outlook right now. Right. Yeah. Um, anything, uh, Anything, eh. anything in this game other than the Ravens defense? Alex Collins again. I, see, I, I went on yeah. Alex Collins last week and got burned. Yeah, that, I mean that was a game flow problem too. Right, they just kind of let Allen run out a lot of the clock there against the Browns. Uh, the Browns, you know, run defense. You know, it, it, it wasn't great heading into that. So the hopes that the statistics didn't sway people from doing Collins. I would have done Collins. You know, all things equal, it just you know happens to be that it, they took him out of the game. I don't. I don't think it's a lack of his. You know, performance most part, but. Yeah, I, I think you have to roll with Collins against the Colts again. Um, right. Alan, Alan Woodhead being whatever. Uh, Mike Wallace looks like you know a nice huge play this week too. He's been playing well. So yeah, I mean he he's back to being relevant, which is nice. So yeah, it's nice to have an offense that actually values him. <laughs> right. <laughs> what does he have? Yeah, he has uh, at least five catch. You know, he's got five catches in three of his last four games. Eleven, eight, five, and ten on targets. Right. It's pretty good. It you is know, pretty getting, good. Getting back to the deep, the deep ball mostly. He has in, in, since the bye, he has seven catches of twenty plus yards. That's really good. Right. So, okay. Um, anybody? Is there anyone on the Colts you want to play? Frank Gore? No, thank you. T.Y. Hilton? No, thank you. Are you you're not, looking uh, for ways not to? I don't. I think. Uh, well, I mean, without Jimmy Smith, it's a little bit more of an encouragement. Maybe there's a, that wide receiver three, maybe wide receiver two. If you're really desperate for non PPR, I, I think you break a big one against this defense. I. I you know, we saw the Browns get to them a little bit, not too much, but, um, you know, I think Hilton is not the worst play in the world. I don't think he's, you know, anything to be, you know, fawning over, but I think without Smith, this, this Ravens secondary is just a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a Marlon Mack than a Frank Gore game. Okay. I'll say that. Um, Jack Doyle, maybe PPR, I Jack. guess, but, mm-hmm. uh, the Ravens, Ravens defense against percent, you know, all those sacks he takes that looks pretty darn good. Yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> um, Vikings, Packers, no Rodgers. So Hundley's playing. Devontae Adams doesn't look good. Um, Jordy Nelson, because Rodgers is not there, looks like a terrible option. Um, yeah, even by default without Adams, it's kind of a shame. I mean, yeah, just doesn't have that same separation anymore. I mean, we've been we've been pining for him to get something done, and the Rodgers game didn't even happen. So, do you, do you want to go back to Jamal Williams? I think it, it makes sense. Uh, you know, they hit, you, you expect him to get 20 touches uh, with him there, even though Aaron Jones, I don't know. Um, Jones looking, you know, not bad since coming back healthy. Uh, 
I, although I think Williams probably, you know, being the the bruiser between the tackle side but back will get the bigger upgrade now. And, you know, Jones kind of does rely on the, the breaking the big play a little bit more there. So, yeah, Williams gets that RB2 consideration a little bit more now. And maybe Randall Cobb gets a little bit more uh, in PPRs as, as a flexy type of play. So, yeah, either way, Jordy's the bump up is not there unless you really would just want to go against the grain in DFS or something. Right. I mean, you know, we don't after Williams had the bad week last week, which I think we want to tell people don't jump off there. Right. I, I, well, especially with the quarterback change, you know, yep. it's, it's just it's poor timing to do that. All right. So on the other side of this one. So the Packers are just, I mean, a sieve against basically opposing passing games just destroy them. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, you look at the you look at this game and you go, all right, I love feeling I love Rudolph. You really got to like Diggs, even though he's been not not as great lately. Yeah, it depends on Rudolph's injury, too. Right. It looks like he's looks like he's set, but you don't know yet. Right. With all that said, I mean, how high do you rank Case Keenum? Going into this one, I have him. I have well, him top ten for the week. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I think that's that's pretty safe. Uh, you know, Keenum's been a floor guy for the most part, and then that's kind of kept him up there. And you know, you see a couple of guys with tougher matchups this week, like you know Matt Ryan against the Saints. Uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe Jameis Winston if you want to dock him a little bit. Uh, you know, Ben Ben without Antonio Brown has slightly less upside. You know, there, there's there's ways that Keenum can climb up the rankings this week, and I'm totally I'm totally with the top ten ranking uh, i i think there's there's a there's a, a safety there at this point with keenum even if he's not going to have a high ceiling i have him ahead of rivers Foles, Jameis, ryan bortles and cousins yeah I'd, I'd probably do that yeah so should i pick up a, i have cousins in a championship game this weekend and i'm a little worried uh th- there's a little bit to like about cousins even though it's denver i know they i mean they've kind of been weaker against the past but i don't know i think keenum matches up pretty well the vikings have stuff to play for also right. Okay. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and the running backs too. You know, the, both might fit into games. But I was looking at the stats. The Packers have the, are tied for third and catches given up to running backs. Mm-hmm. So that's that might be more of a McKinnon week. Okay, fair enough. So I don't know. It's a good but point. I like both though. I like both. Still. Okay. Yeah. Just all Vikings, I guess. Um, <laughs> Play all your Vikings. Lions, Bengals. Uh, Joe Mixon full practice Wednesday. That's a, that's a significant thing here this early this early in the week absolutely yeah, yeah i mean it doesn't mean he's in but i mean the lions again i like i mean looking at the last six fantasy points against lions have been fourth worst against opposing running backs um you, worst meaning toughest or fourth easiest fourth easiest like yeah that's, that's what i thought yeah, yeah all right so if you own joe mixon I mean, I think you want to hear what they have to say this week about like, do, do you th- if you're a Joe Mixon owner mm-hmm. and you and you hear, all right, he practiced fully all week. He's been cleared. He's ready to roll. Do you say, all right, great matchup. Or do you go, are they really going to give him, you know, 15, 18 touches right away? Yeah, I'm I'm worried about that one because that one, you know, unlike Zeke, it's health related and concussion related. And the Bengals, again, looking towards the future. Do you rush Mixon back in at that point? I think he's a, you know, you got to say he's a top maybe uh, 15 or 20 back mm. if, if he's good to go. I tentatively have, actually, I have him 27th. Okay. Which means I'm skeptical. Yeah. But the matchup is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has, he has relied a bit on volume this year and has, it has kind of defined him. I don't, I don't think he's really had those games where he's, oh, he's, he's scored a touchdown a couple where he hasn't had double digit carries, but 
you know, his rushing averages have been all over the place depending on matchup. So, right. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, uh, he's been coming on the last two games before he got hurt. Averaging what? 4.9 ish yards per carry. Yep. So, um, like, like that. anyone else in this game? I mean, the receivers fine, right? I mean, you're, you, okay. I've got one for you. This is, this, this week's all about me. So, yeah. um, <laughs> Well, you've actually made a, a championship week. I made, I made a third place week in mine. So I had a league. Did you hear my story about the? Uh, the there's one league. I mean, the guys who um, Bob Harris and those guys mm-hmm. magazine and and I won this league a couple of years ago. And this week, I posted the fourth highest score in the league for the for the season, and I lost. Oh, it I'm was, sorry to hear that. It was a shoot. Was a shoot. It was it was 185 to 172 or something. Oh, those those are those are the worst to yeah. lose those. But um, but yeah. I'm in another one. Yeah. And my okay, I have a wide receiver dilemma: mm-hmm. Marvin Jones or Dez? Uh, hmm. Marvin Jones or Dez? All right. Jones against the Bengals. That's uh, that's that's a pretty sweet matchup. Dez with Zeke coming back. You know, with with, with Dez, do you think does Zeke coming back help him? You know, get open more with less coverage, or does it hurt him? Because they'll just feed Zeke more. I don't know. Jones Jones looks like the bet to me, I yeah. think. Yeah. I'm changing my story from last week a little bit. But Dez, see, Zeke's here's back. the thing. Looking at, looking at Dez, I'm looking at Dez's game, game logs. Mm-hmm. He was, it looks like he was targeted more often when Zeke was playing. Maybe. It, it's looking well, at, go week, prob- weeks one through nine targets. Nine, 16, two, but I think there was an injury there. 13, 8, 10, yeah. 6, 11. And then since then, 8, 14, 5, 7, 5, 4. Probably less bracket yeah. when Zeke's back. But um, yeah, I, I mean, they're both top 10 receivers this week, I would think. Mm, I mean, the, the Bengals' defense is just, you know, I'll, I'll start everybody against them. But do you think they're just rolling over at this point? I, I mean, the Marvin Lewis news, you yeah. know, I don't want to say that, you know, psychology overrules everything, but, you know, that kind of defines what the situation culture is right now in Cincinnati. Yeah. So unless they want to play if you, the narrative of playing for Marvin on the way out means anything, which it doesn't to me. So, OK, um, Dolphins Chiefs, um, Julius Thomas on IR, if you care, uh, Chiefs seem to be back. They're playing well again after that nosedive in the middle of the season. Um, all, all the Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill and Alex Smith, I would think. I think the Dolphins are terrible. I don't know how the Dolphins are. And, tra- and Travis Kelsey. Two he's... and 12. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey, <laughs> yeah. right. Right. I don't know how Travis Kelsey is. I, I feel like everybody still consistently rates him below Gronk, and I don't quite understand it. And this week, well, I don't. I mean, yeah. this is a. Well, well, Gronk against the Bills, though, he usually, you know. Even even despite last game with the suspension, <laughs> he usually rolls over them. But, right. yeah, but well, they're decent, and the the Dolphins are not. No, you're right. That's so, true. I don't know. I mean, we're nitpicking yeah. there. I don't think anyone has that choice to make. So yeah. Um, anyone Miami, on the Dolphin? I mean, Damian Williams back, but at this point, that's not going to threaten Kenyon Drake most likely. I don't think. I don't think it should. It, you know, if they're dumb enough to do it, it might. Um, I, I still like Drake as a you know, as a low end RB one. Uh, you know, and then, you know, the, 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 who matching up against Marcus Peters, you think Peters would cover a Parker or, or stills. I don't think he'll cover Landry. So I like Landry the most. Yeah. Um, and the other two guys you just want to stay away from, I would think. And Parker with the ankle injury too. Yeah. Uh, that, he didn't practice Wednesday, right? I believe he didn't. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. All right. Um, yeah, he missed practice Wednesday. Got so. it. Okay. Um, Bill's path. Speaking of that game, 
Um, Calvin Benjamin did not practice Wednesday. He's, he seems like he's going to be a true day-to-day all year. I don't know that you care at this point so much. I wouldn't think you're in a chance fantasy title game looking to start Calvin Benjamin against the Pats. Yeah, he's a he's a keeper asset at this point, I think, in fantasy. I just don't think they're going to push him with all these with that issue that he's waiting to get fixed at the end of the season. You know, Buffalo's trying to get into the, to the playoffs somehow without having to force him to do too much. OK, on the Pats side, Burkhead almost certainly out. Mm-hmm. What do you think? happens in that backfield. Like, I've been reading stuff, people well, saying, you know, maybe Gillisley well, is back. <laughs> well, it's obviously the Mike Gillisley, you know, GPP fantasy title winning <laughs> right. three touchdown day. We know the old Patriots. These aren't the old Patriots. Uh, you know, they like the way Deion Lewis works. They, they, they've been hesitant for James White because Burke has been better, you know, more complete back than than White. But I, I still do think James White gets a little bit more this week. Gillisley is the, the, the dice role play for fantasy. You know, I could easily see it happening. Um, You know, I'm not sure if I would do it with the championship on the line. I mean, I think in season long, you can't be playing around with Gillisley. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. I don't think so. You got to love Lewis's spot. Oh, for sure. I mean, with Burkhead out, you look and you go. I mean, that's a blessing for you fantasy wise. (laughs) Yeah, because Burkhead's not stealing anything right anymore. All right. Um Browns, Bears, you know, it, it looks this game, you look at it and you go, what a horrible game. And you look at the fantasy options, you can go, you know, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to like here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, both both Browns top receivers you got to play, I would think. Yep. Um, you know, the Bears running backs, I think both will be somehow involved. OK. Um, yeah, I, maybe not the quarterbacks unless you're doing the, you, you know, the, the John Halpin, Deshaun Kaiser, GPP special. Uh, Damn it. I, I think that's no, – I, I got to get my digs in. I get, we only have two more weeks. I know. Appreciate so, that. Um, but no, I, I, the wideouts and the – yeah, I think those four are pretty solid plays I would think. All right. So uh, the running backs as well for Cleveland. If you're looking for a defense, all right, the Bears are up to – because a lot of people picked them up this week, the Bears are up to 45% ownership. On Yahoo. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this. Like, I, I, I could see, because of Kaiser, I could see an argument for the Bears anywhere. And literally anywhere. I have one team, this one team that I'm playing, and I, I don't want to just make this about me. I'm just trying to get, give my thought process. I picked up the Bears as sort of a, of a preventative measure. Mm-hmm. Right. I now have the Bears and Jags on my roster, and I'm not totally sure what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, you know, depends on how much you believe. I mean, he's 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 gotten some really poor defenses w- with what he's done so far. He but 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 he's you know, he, he, the eye test definitely passes for him. He moves the ball really well and makes sound decisions and stuff. And, you know, all those all those jargony terms I like to throw out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are the safer play. Uh, Chicago is the, I don't want to say more upside because Jacksonville always has upside the way they can make plays, but you know, maybe there's an ROI for DFS for the bears as opposed to Jacksonville. Yeah. I don't I mean, know about in, in your situation. I probably still go with Jacksonville. I, I think I am too. But I, I mean, I'm wondering if that's sort of the, it's such a safe way out. It, it, yeah, but think, you know, I'm yeah. thinking about the Jags game at Arizona a few weeks ago that they weren't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I mean, they, they, yeah. they got, they, they they didn't have the greatest game against a bad quarterback. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want to let that play into this one. I think I would trust more weeks than that with the, with this right. you know, sample size for this defense. But I totally get where you're coming from. The Bears, it's, you know, if you're playing those streamers, that they're probably the best streamer 
of like the lightly owned defenses, I yeah. guess, so to speak. No one's close because the rest of the teams that maybe are, Washington, maybe, maybe Washington. Washington. Washington's the only other one. I have my yeah. top ten. I have Washington ninth, but I have the Bears fourth, and the other ones up the okay. top. I mean, it's it's Ravens, Chargers, Jags, then after Bears, Steelers, Vikings, whatever, Vikings, yeah. Panthers, because Jameis is always ready to fumble or throw a pick, much as mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Redskins are another decent one. You're right. I mean, after the Bears, the Redskins are not, you, you would not be, I, you get no argument from me if you picked up the Redskins and played them this week. <laughs> Especially if Lynch, yeah. well, I mean, Lynch or Osweil. Do you care? I don't know if I care. I do not. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right. Um, anyway. Bucks, Panthers, Deshaun Jackson did not practice yes. Wednesday. Yes, speaking of, yeah. OJ Howard, injured reserve. The Bucks are putting their entire defense on injured reserve, apparently. It's just yeah. it's a disaster. That's uh, not not good times with Tampa. And the Panthers, since since the Kelvin Benjamin trade, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. I'm going to just look at the points. Um, Panthers schedule. They they have been they're five and one. They are. Let's see where they are. The last six games: 31, 31, 21, 35, 45, and twenty points i mean they've been yeah. the, the whole creating space on the field thing seems to have <laughs> borne itself out yeah and they've, they've beaten some darn good opponents and came close against the saints there too yep mixed in uh yeah, ewing theory <laughs> <laughs> ewing theory i haven't heard that in a long time so. um you know benjamin's kind of the albatross that offense felt like they had to force it to him a lot i would think just to shut him up, I guess. I don't know if he's like that, but you know, it seems like you know Belichick Benjamin's there. You almost have to try to get him in double coverage. And new, Cam seems very comfortable with spreading the ball around more. I know Fungus has been the main recipient, but Olson's coming back now, so you know Cam's got a got a good uh, good good personnel there now. So I think there's there's a lot to like about that. Oh my God, the, the Buccaneers this week couldn't be much better for a championship matchup. Right. <laughs> All right, Falcon Saints, good game. Um, Julio's banged up a little bit limited. I mean, he's been, he's been banged up a lot. Right. So, I mean, this game, I mean, th- this is, there's no mystery here. You're playing the usual suspects and I mean, mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman, is he practicing yet? I didn't see that. That's the one I didn't I look at. I don't think he is. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Freeman reminded Steve Sarkeesian how things work in Atlanta with that offense. Right. Give me the ball. <laughs> hey, I mean, the, the one league I have him, I was eliminated previous week so i'm kind of upset that okay. i didn't get that i didn't get that juicy game all right um yeah there's nothing i don't know um ryan i'm yeah. not looking to play limited participant coleman by the yes. way wednesday so. all right i mean yeah the falcon saints as as good a fantasy game as it is i mean there's there's not well, i don't think there's much wisdom to impart here i don't think so uh Mohamed sanu would be the would be the guy that you would say hey do i play him yeah. my plan right well he's 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 a borderline play every week anyway especially right. ppr so yeah i mean yeah, I, I don't think anyone really gains anything if Julio gets out. I mean, you're not playing Taylor Gabriel or anybody like that in the fantasy championship. So, and I have right now I have Breeze at six, the quarterback Ryan at 14th, and I think I might have Breeze too high. Breeze, Breeze or Alex? Smith? Yeah. Oh, um, Breeze or Alex Smith? It's funny. Jeff has him 13th and 14th as well. Okay. So, um, that they're kind of the same. That's that's around the same where I would put them. Uh, I think Breeze still. Okay. All right, FanDuel. Is fantasy football for everyday fans with new contests starting every week and no busted seasons. There's something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. Um, Okay. 
I was looking at the slate here. This is the Sunday slate. So remember, we got four games missing. Yep. I really like Dak at 7,600. He is the salary wise, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He is the 11th court, actually tied for 10th yeah. salary wise. Mm-hmm. I really, really like him here. He was, well, hopefully, yeah. He was so much better. I mean, he, he's perked up lately. Well, his fantasy numbers, FanDuel numbers before Zeke went out were excellent. And, mm-hmm. and since then, you know, I mean, he had the ups and downs, but they were really consistently strong. So yeah, count me in. I'm worried about Tyron Smith, though. That's the one thing I want to watch for. Yep. That's fair. And it's a, and it's a late game on Sunday. Yep. So it's a very fair point. We're going to know more on Friday, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, but but in yeah, but the price value is is nice. I'll definitely give you that. I like it. Who do you like on this on this slate? Um, Jarvis Landry, as I said before, sixty eight hundred. Yeah, really, really nice depressed price. Uh, maybe because they looked at what happened to the Chargers, which wasn't you know that very much same thing there. Uh, Cooper Cup's not a bad choice to take, or unless Robert well Robert Woods is actually two hundred more than Cooper Cup. I think that's actually a difference in Woods' favor mm-hmm. uh, since he came back. Um, I kind of like Jimmy Graham against Dallas. Um, just think they're not throwing to him. They should, though. I, I agree. <laughs> well, I think I think there's 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 coverage issues, and I think they'll take advantage of that with him this week. Maybe not necessarily Baldwin, because the cornerbacks have actually been playing pretty well for Dallas. I think Graham's the one where I'm like looking. All right, that could be a real matchup issue again. Yep. Um, you know, if I'm I'm playing maybe a little bit of a deeper uh, uh, running back situation here. You know, I mean, Lewis is pretty you know nice cash game type of guy again. Yep. 6,700 is actually pretty good for, I think, any format. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we see a little bit more Devontae Booker against the Redskins mm-hmm. with, with catches out of the backfield, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's choices to, to pick from here. Um, I, and the, the, the Gronk-Kelsey thing I brought up before, I know why, why it stuck in my head. Because Gronk is $1,400 more than Kelsey on FanDuel, which, I, which is insanity. That's that. That's a great value for Kelsey, actually. Yeah, yeah. it really is, because um, then he's just a little trickle down to Graham and Olson and Evan Ingram and Walker and guys like that. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Over two and a half million players won cash prize playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com/rw. You'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than a million dollars in cash prizes, and that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com/rw. Void where prohibited. Get in that Sunday Million with that deposit. Get your free entry. Um, I'll be there waiting for you, and hopefully, I'll be you. <laughs> Broncos <laughs> Redskins. We talked about the Broncos D. We don't care who the Bronco quarterback is. We think the Redskins right. are decent. Um, what about some of those guys on the Redskins? I brought up Cousins. I mean, what about Pirine and Crowder? Uh, you know, what, 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 are the, what are the Broncos right now? What? It's, it's not the Capri, Capri Bibbs revenge game? <laughs> I love that. I saw one last week. Like, Capri Bibbs. What? I mean, I guess it was the same. It was the thing we talked a couple weeks ago about Byron Marshall. And I said, well, he's the mm-hmm. last man standing. Well, Capri Bibbs was the, besides yeah. Pirine, was the last man standing. Yeah, I mean, I, and you guys even said, like, he's not a pass-catching back much. It's just what he can do, and he's the only guy that can offer that as opposed to Pirine right now. Um, I, I like Pirine a little bit. I think, this is, you know, the, the Broncos' uh, stats haven't been as true against running backs. I think there's a little bit of a, of a sieveness there. Um, I like Crowder um, working in the slot as opposed to Josh Doxson, who has another tough matchup, I guess, with Tlaib, I would imagine. Um, Vernon Davis, I would think there's a little bit of hope there. So Cousins, you know. 
adding, adding up all those pieces, you know, still a top 15-ish type of quarterback if you think there's optimism there, which I do. I, I, so. I think there is too. I'm going to look at that. Again, it's, it's the All About John podcast today. <laughs> I was just seeing who's available that I could pick up instead of Cousins, but it's I don't know. Bortles, I, Bortles, Bortles or yeah. Tyrod would be my options. Yeah, I think Bortles, man, if you want to play it safe, which is so yeah. a sense I've never thought I would ever say. Believe that, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Rams, Titans, uh, Greg Sirline, injured reserve. Weird. Yeah. Um, a, so just pay a, attention to that. If you had him, sometimes you don't think about kickers. We Is this the first time we talked about a kicker? Yes. On, on the podcast all year? Yes. Maybe? I, I used to do, when I did the every Sunday, I would do an 11 to 12 or a noon to one chat when I was at Fox. Yeah. And I would take one kicker. I did an hour and I would take one kicker question. Everybody else, I'd say, this is the token kicker question. Don't ask me another one. <laughs> I, I, I think we have more important things to worry about. Totally. And being, uh, by the way, if you're in that league next, not only if you're in the league next week where you have to change your rules by playing week 17, try to get your league mates to ban kickers next year. <laughs> Leagues without kickers are so well, much, they're so much better. I mean, tell it to somebody with Robbie Gold last week, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> I actually had him in that one big shootout game. Oh, I nice. I had Robbie Gold, yeah. And you still lost. I wow. still lost, yes. <laughs> See, what, what do kickers, what do they offer? Nothing really. Right. I lost and, the, it, that damn Devontae Freeman. Yeah. And everyone chases Justin Tucker this year. What happens, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah. what's, what's the sense? This week, okay. It, kick, kickers are so oh, no. stupid. Oh, my God. My number one kicker this week is Harrison Butker. Yeah, well. It's Miami. Who got drafted by the Panthers. And they kept him on the practice squad. And then they let him go. And the Chiefs signed him. And he kicked a million field goals. <laughs> so. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Th- th- I think he made the Pro Bowl, too, didn't he? I think Bucker made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. So anyway. I don't look at. I, I don't look at Pro Bowl stuff initially. All so. right. Off topic. I mean, we're going to reel this back in. Sorry. My fault. Um, Rams, Titans. Okay. For all my beating up on the Titans. I think there's a really solid chance they win this. Um, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I I mean I'm a Rams, but I'm a Rams apologist, I guess this year. Right. So, hey, I love I love the Rams. Yeah. They're really strong. But uh, yeah, this is a good this is a what? this is a good spot I think for the Titans. I guess the home game, the early home it. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like uh, well. I guess the run defense and the Murray Henry could get to the Rams, even though Aaron Donald's been a beast. They haven't really been the greatest against the run. Yeah, that guy's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's great, but I wish you know there were other people around him, like the linebackers, that could actually stop people. Right. Um, but you know, Henry Henry Murray, I guess, is is their route to victory. I'll right. say that. So. Okay. Um, did you buy the the Rashard Matthews game last week? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. I um, I think I agree with you. Yeah. All right, uh, Chargers, uh, Jets. I, I like Delaney Walker, though, I will say that. I, I do, that, too. Like, the linebacker matchup should be really tasty for him there. And we talked about earlier about the wide receivers on the Rams. Um, you know, you got – I mean, Woods is – I mean, you, you, certainly, certainly you're playing Gurley. The receivers, Woods is your favorite, I would guess? I think so. Uh, I think Watkins is third. You know, a couple just, you know, get his usual middle stuff. And um, Do you yeah. – okay, in a, in a league with 2-2 two, two and a flex – do you want to start Robert Woods? I, the, the fact that he got inco- reincorporated so quickly, I think I think golf and him have a nice rapport. I think they might have the best rapport of, of any of the other receivers. Yes, so I agree yeah. with that. So I, I yeah, I think Woods is going to be firmly in my starting considerations. Okay, 
Chargers, Jets. Keenan Allen looks like he left the game uh, on Saturday night early. Looks like he's fine. Yep. Hunter Henry goes to IR for the Chargers. And what they're saying is Gates is, quote, part of a committee from his Rotowire player page. I guess they're basically they don't want him in in any situation where they might have to run or have somebody block. It sounds like yeah. is where we are with Gates right now. Does this make you want to play? I mean, with the Rivers-Gates thing, you, you look at a game like this and you think, okay, the Chargers are the better team. We think they should win comfortably. Although on a road game, you never know. Mm-hmm. It, do, do you look at this and go, I wonder if Gates is not a bad streamer? Do you go that far? Um, well, there's a little, you know, little little Sunday Million type of a, appeal there. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Didn't want to mention that before, but I guess you forced me into mentioning it. Um, <laughs> the, the Jets, you know, they're, they're – they're not the they're not the weakest defense against tight ends, but you can easily guess that they would right. against like a, one that's actually involved because you know they, they've given up what they're tied for the third most tight ends given up to t- t- touchdowns given up to tight ends. Okay, so I like the Gates uh, situation there if they get down close. Got so, it. Let's yeah. see where the Jets are lately. It's been better lately against tight ends, but yeah, okay. But Jets last five games they've given up nine receptions to tight ends. Yeah, but I want to see who they've actually faced. You know, tight ends is the trickiest of the ones to look at usually because you can just face a team that doesn't use the position at all. Right. I'm going to look at that schedule you know, right now. Right. Um, Kelsey got him for 494 and two. Yeah. And uh, around him, they faced Ed, uh, an injured Greg Olson, I guess, or a hobbled Greg Olson in week 12. Yeah. Cameron Brayton week 10. And then Jeff Hillerman with Denver, nothing. Josh Hill, week yeah. 15, nothing. Fine. Also, okay. Hooper. Also, Hooper even scored on them in Week Eight. Okay, fair. You got me. You got me. You, you, oh, that's I, fine. Yeah. So right. I, I think you know that, that's a reminder. That, you know, I think, I think we, you know, the industry as a whole sometimes doesn't look at context when they talk about these matchups. Stuff. That's fair enough. Because so. it's easy with 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 six games, depending on how much time you put into it. With if you're looking at let's say a six game span, it, it's hard for that many players to look into that many individual games. So yes, I agree with you. That oh, is absolutely, absolutely. Um. All right, so I just moved Gates up a few spots in my rankings. <laughs> okay, the one guy I want to talk about here, uh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, I know the Chargers are, are a good defense with good corners, right? Robbie Anderson and Bryce Petty are their pals. They're yeah. on-field pals. They're buds. They, they didn't just become best friends like stepbrothers. They've been best friends. Been so. best friends. It's the Catalina wine mixer. Um, yeah, but Robbie Anderson last week got tar- – I mean Bryce Petty, as, as bad as Bryce Petty might be, um, Robbie Anderson got 12 more targets last week. So the, vo- I mean, the volume is going to be there most yeah. likely. And people are – I'm looking at rankings this week. I feel like people are burying Robbie Anderson. They're, they're writing him off due to this matchup and due to Bryce Petty, and I think that's short-sighted. Uh, yeah. The, I mean you, you saw how the Chargers kind of wilted against the Chiefs a little bit. I'm not saying – Bryce Petty close to Alex Smith, but you know, the, the deep ball can get to the Chargers if it's the right amount. And I think Anderson does provide that. And if he could avoid Hayward, I mean, Williams and King aren't bad either at all. They, you know, probably might be, arguably be the best cornerback crop in the league. Mm-hmm. The Chargers have, but Anderson's the type of, you know, the guy that, that if he, if you get him in, you know, downfield after the catch or something, I mean, they could get find ways to get the ball in his hands. I, I don't think he should be ranked lower than like 25th wide receiver. Still, I have him 20. I currently have him 28th. Okay, well, see, you're wrong already. I'm wrong but, already. Uh, no. Well, but you're, you're even saying yourself. I mean, you know, Anderson's I don't say matchup proof, but there's a little bit of the DeAndre Hopkins. He gets all the targets anyway. Yeah. Type of value. Right. So. Um, all right. Yeah. The one thing I'm worried I'm, about I'm that was, is, hey, you worry about Hayward and what the what the how much that's going to 
be a factor. They're probably going to have to throw a lot, though, the Jets. So That's you would think. <laughs> um, okay, Jags-Niners. Um, not, not the easy game. No. You would have thought a few weeks ago. Uh, Marquise Lee probably almost certainly out for the Jags. The Jags last week, the touchdown distribution, as we talked about earlier in the week, is just it was insanity. Well, it was you know, the, the in-game injury to Lee. just Right. Know, but, but all that, I mean, you know, Tommy Bohannon and all yeah. the, so many guys, all these guys I never heard of got touchdowns. Right. <laughs> <Jayden> Mickens. <laughs> Silly. Um, everyone called that one. Yeah. What, what did you say? Sorry. Every, everybody called that one. Yeah, you know. Jaden Mixon in time. But I actually know someone. Who's the guy at Stats Inc.? Sean Corner. Call, j- tweeted back with somebody and joked around that Tommy Bohannon, unless he unless he photoshopped the tweet, joked around that Tommy Bohannon would be the leading touchdown scorer in the Jacks backfield. They see that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'm like, wait, really? Is that fake or real? I mean, with, with that guy, he 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 does great ranking, so I'd be surprised if it was real. Um, all right. So Fournette's probably yeah. back. Expected, yeah. Uh, Marquis Goodwin either limited or mispracticed, but it was a personal reason, but he's still having a back issue. So we're going to have to watch that because he's Jimmy G's buddy. Yeah. Um, and, but it's, you know, Jaguars corners again. I know. So, like, so, so yeah. what, what wins that battle for you? If you're a Marquis Goodwin <laughs> owner who has looked at him catching a bunch of passes the last three weeks, do you run away from him or do you say, you know what, if he's the number one guy there, I still think he gets a decent share? Hmm. Uh, you know, the road game, like you said before, maybe there's a factor there that Jacksonville just doesn't feel comfortable. I don't know if I believe that. I, I, I think they'll look to stop Goodwin and let everybody else just kind of fall into place. Okay. Because uh, Goodwin seems, you know, he's, the, he's the, the playmaker right now for them. And shutting him down, you know, maybe would get Jimmy G a little bit more rattled. So I, I, I think I'd, I'd be fading him. Okay. And well, and the thing, the, the thing with him, and I, I don't know. How how speed receivers have done against? Them. I mean, basically receivers in general haven't done well. But Goodwin's a little fast guy, right? And I don't know. I mean, Booyah. I mean, Ramsey's well, yeah. kind of a big physical type. The other guy's not. He's he's right. smaller. Um, so, so so you want the similar type of cornerback on the similar receiver usually? You would guess, yeah. Because some, sometimes if like a, a small guy faces a big cornerback, he can just kind of scoot by. Like T.Y. Hilton's done that to a lot of people, right? That sort of thing, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that comes into play a little bit. Boy, he's six foot, 191. Right. Little-ish. I think Ramsey's significantly bigger than that, if I'm not mistaken. Let yeah, me see. Ramsey, isn't he 6'2 or 6'3? I, th- I thought he was a bigger Yeah, he's 6'1, he's 194, technically oh, so. Okay, uh, no, just, I thought he was bigger and more physical, but no. I guess they're similar size. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, otherwise here, Colorado side's been a disappointment. Um, yeah, it seems Jimmy G's presence, too. I mean... I think there's as I was saying. I think I think I said last week about the pass blocking. He's not really good at that, so I think that's that's hindering his uh, snap count. I will say that for I, I don't want to get into narrative based analysis here, mm-hmm. but I, I got to tell you, I feel like I look at people, I, you, people, everybody, whether it's a casual player or people like us or people smarter than us, can get too cute with lineups like like perhaps i was guilty of that talking about the bears and the jags earlier right that's fair that would be a fair point if (laughs) someone said it a little bit yeah i feel like i'm seeing all these people this week talking about you know the idea of starting blake bortles in a fantasy championship game i gotta tell (laughs) you i i could not i'm looking at this guy this i am so skeptical i i such i so see crashing and burning going on here for people who do that the fact that it's a road game makes that a little more 
palpable that he'll crash. Right. Um, and Fournette being back. And the Niners you know, are not terrible. Well. They're not. <laughs> Personnel-wise, they have some decent players. Right. But it, overall, as a squad, that's one I'd like, you know, easily to take advantage of. Um, yeah, the, the road factor, I think, and Fournette coming back, you know, maybe that is lowering the ceiling a little bit. So. Yeah. I, they were just forced to pass last week, basically. Right. I, I just could so. not in good conscience recommend this to somebody. I mean, I understand, you know, <laughs> rankings and things are what they are. But yeah. someone's saying, you know, hey, what do you think of Bortles? I'm going, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, and here I said Bortles was the safest before. Oh. No, like I, ha- I have to play Kirk Cousins over Bortles. I, I, I wouldn't to. start. I, I wouldn't start like a breeze over Bortles. I'll say that. Okay. Like you know, I, I mean, when you get like more to the Bortles, like Derek Carr, Alex Smith tiers, and I'm like, all right, Bortles seems to be the better play there. I don't know. It, right. it, it, I, I think you still have to. I don't want to. I don't want to scream. Just all oh, play your studs by default. You definitely need context, right? I, right. I don't think that. I don't think the people that just shout that are, are right. I play board. I play Foles ahead of Bortles. Really? Even with the with the risk of, yeah. Well, at least you'll know. That's the thing. At least right. you'll know if Foles will be playing the whole time. That's true. So you'll you'll get you'll get context to that one, which is good. All right. Um, Seahawks Cowboys. We talked about Zeke and 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 Dak and Dez already. Seahawks side, we talked about Jimmy Graham. Um, the two guys I want to mention quick, uh, every, everybody back on the Baldwin train. He was bad yeah, last week. I think and so. you got to get back on. Well, it's season long for sure. I guess at DFS, Cowboys have been playing somewhat better cornerback play. But yeah, I think season long, you had to play Baldwin. Right. No, um, value, it's no value considerations, just you play him. <laughs> what about, uh, where are you on Mike Davis? Uh, not extremely high. Uh, you know, I'd rather play like a Jamal Williams over him, I guess. I would go back to saying what yep. we said before. Um, you know, flex type of guy. Uh, you know, he, he, I, he has I – know, I know I was kind of gushing about him and then he had the dud. But, you know, Dallas, you know, not the worst against the run. I agree. So I'm kind of, uh, kind of thinking it's going to be more of a – this is a Russell Wilson game. I think he, I think he bounces back huge. Okay. Um, Giants Cardinals. I'm actually excited to try to watch. I, I won't be I won't be able to watch Seahawks Cowboys very much. I would like to, but I won't be able to. I will be heading to dinner probably in the second half, and I'll be very very stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great 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 matchup though for playoff considerations. It's gonna be fun to watch. Right. I will be at the pizza oven as I've there you go. bored people with the story earlier in the week. Um, <laughs> Giants Cardinals. Oof. Speaking of what I would not want to watch, but I know my dad will. Um, yeah. Kern Williams didn't practice Wednesday. Hurt. I mean, this is one of those. The Hail Mary of the week is Elijah Penny. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's DJ, long, Foster's, DJ Foster's just kind of the, you know. Seems um, to be the passing down guy. Right. Right. But Elijah Penny would be, if Kern Williams is out and you think the Giants are, you know, kind of a crummy team at this point, Elijah huh. Penny would be yeah. your, Hail, your fantasy Hail Mary. Well, you know, Drew Stanton back to starting, so. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so Fitz is yeah. a decent play, again. Still, it's solid, yeah. strong, all that. The only um, really everyone's asking about Ricky Seals-Jones this week, everybody. Uh, uh, in your fantasy title game, I get it, but. He, he, played, he played more last week. I know, That's I know. the thing. I know. The snap count rising is a good sign. And he's certainly a guy who, you know, he's not there for his blocking skills, good looks, etc., He's there to catch the ball. He's there to run routes and catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you talk about recommending Bortles for championship week. 
and then you go to Ricky Seals Jones and you're like, oh yeah, this is great. Well, <laughs> I, I think that, but the difference is, you know, you're talking about playing Bortles against a decent quarterback, uh, over a decent quarterback. You're talking about playing Ricky Seals Jones over, I mean, you know, let's say well, yeah, Jack okay, Doyle. Yeah. Who, or o- if you had OJ Howard or Brait, something like that. Right. I mean, there, there's, there's ways you could do this. I mean, the, the, you know, All you're right. talking to a guy here. I've got Eric Ebron in my top 10 this week. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue with the people who want to play but, Ricky Seals-Jones. But, but Ebron is – there's more evidence of that one. I know. So, I, I don't know. I, I trust Ebron more than Seals-Jones any day of the week. Uh, me too. 18 targets in the last couple of weeks for Ebron. 15 catches. Hey. Yeah. You I'm don't have to sell that. me on Ebron. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. uh, but no, I get it though. The linebackers are terrible for the giants. It's a nice setup. That's a, that's a, for me, that's a throwaway DFS lineup or like a really, like you said, desperate. If the, if a lot of tight ends are owned in your league and seals Jones is the one, yeah, then you're excited to get them. Okay. Of course. Like I, I moved him ahead of Brate and Charles clay. How about that? I could, I, I could see that even though I'm, I'm kind of interested in clay this week. We won't forget to mention before, but see the Pats yeah, have been strong against tight ends. So yeah, that's what's yeah, me away, I guess. And the Belgium and the Benjamin stuff kind of has me like, Oh, maybe, maybe clay will be forced again. Okay. Either way. I don't like Shepard and Peterson in this matchup. I, it's going to be tough for the giants. You to don't get like Shepard. That's good to know. Yeah. I, I mean, Peterson's one of the few that actually follows guys. Yeah. So, and Shepard's I, not that good. He's yeah. He's not the best like route runner. So I don't think he's going to, I don't know. Peterson, I could see just snuffing him out. I mean, yeah, Shepard, I mean, he's, he's shifty, but he's not that big. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a nice, he's kind of like, you look at me and go, oh yeah, he's a nice little player. He's not, you know, Patrick right. Peterson's going to, you know, be, beat the right. snot out of him. If, if it, you know, if, if you can classify it that way. <laughs> right. I mean, um, Evan, Evan Engram, you roll with him too. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Steelers Texans. So who do you like better, Juju or Martavis Bryant? I, just, I, I like Juju's skill set better. Um, There's a little bit more, you know, like a like, little more like Brown does, you know, over the middle of the field more effectively after the catch. Bryant, you know, has been getting hints of that recently. I just, I, I think that Juju's more of what, uh, it's going to be Ben's first read. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, without, without Brown, I mean, Le'Veon is always in a big workload. So. Always in play, yeah. W- without Antonio there, do you look and think, Maybe Jesse James gets more involved. <laughs> oh, the, the the weekly Steelers tight end game. Yeah, no. <laughs> more uh, more more tight end risk here. Um, I mean, he's the best of them. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what do you have? Um, last week he had five targets after the the big week fourteen. GPP play. If you you know, it's a real risk for week sixteen. Okay, she's long. I think. But I, I, but there's, a, there's, 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 there's no, I get the notion of what you're saying though. Maybe more of an Eli Rogers, I think bump, but who wants to try that? Yeah, I, a, I agree with you that that's one, you know, I, I think he, I could see that guy catching five or six passes, but in season long, I have no desire to play him. No, nor should you. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other side of that one, TJ eights up again for the Texans, yeah. um, right. should be an ugly game. Um, Merry yeah. Christmas, everybody to watch the other Texans. <laughs> and then moving to the other ugly game, maybe Yeah, Raiders Eagles. <laughs> Um, like you said, this, this could mean very little, little or nothing. Do the, again, we have, we have not clarified if, if the Vikings lose on Saturday, do the Eagles clinch number one? They do. They absolutely do. They do. I I know that for a fact. Thank you. Um, but we don't think the Vikings will lose. I don't think so. Uh, but you never, but you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, you don't want to completely write it off, but it's good to assume. So do you, because it's week 16, not 17. If 
if the Vikings, let's say, lose, does this make you completely rethink all your Eagles? Um, I think it, it, it knocks the Jai down a little bit. It knocks, you know, I, I think it's a start Jeffrey either way, just because he's been so hot lately. You know, you, you don't, you don't really get excited about Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Zach Ertz is still going to be in your lineup. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, even though, you know, that could be a Trey Burton, Brent Selleck affair as well. Right. Uh, that, that, that's tricky. Uh, if you could handcuff Ertz with Burton, that's, that might be your best strategy somehow. Hate okay. to say that about getting a second tight end with the same team, but. So you, okay. So if you own Ertz and Burton and the Vikings lose on Saturday night, you would consider flipping them. I, See, I don't think I would. Next week really? I would. This week you, I don't think I would. You don't think, you think Ertz will still get enough time? I don't, I don't think basically they give Ertz two weeks of R&R okay. here. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. I mean, this, I just, is, this is guesswork for both of us. Of course, unless unless you want to pick up Jared Cook, and then kind of avoid that issue, and you know, the guy's going to be playing. Yep. Not necessarily great, but you know he'll get the snap count. So I don't know. It's, I Trey Burton could be a beast if versus him playing though. I, I like I like his skill set. I mean, we've talked about this on the show. Yes. So. But yeah, I mean. It's an interesting, interesting dilemma if you have Ertz. It's kind of a that's I don't want to say it's a gut call, but it really is kind of a gut call here. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm too worried about this week. Like I said, next week would be a different. This week, I'm not sure what I would what I would think. What rational person would play week 17? <laughs> right. Um, Raiders. Oh. Crabtree is going to get 900 targets again, and probably catch four of them or five, seven of them again. But but three touchdowns. Right. <laughs> um, uh, you mentioned Jared Cook. Uh, Amari Cooper, we don't know. Cooper. Because of Monday, we don't know what his status is. We're assuming yeah. he's not around anywhere. It, it, yeah. I mean, no no practice yet. So we'll, we'll find out on, on Friday with cleanup with Derek. So yeah. yeah. It's a ruled out for the cow. That was last week is the last update. Yeah, yet, last so. week. Yep. All right. Um, Lynch, do you want to play Lynch? Yeah, I would. Uh, he's, he's been running pretty effectively lately. I'll say that. He looks rejuvenated, um, you know, even though now that they're not playing for anything. Right. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Maybe he won't want to take that extra hit. <laughs> right. So, and he's, right. Got what, he's got one more year left on his contract. So, I think so. You know. All right. We did, we did 16 games and more in about 52 minutes. No, you, you keep a brisk pace, my friend. So <laughs> I try. Sometimes I rush through things. But Sometimes I try. too quickly. I'm trying to trying to shout at you, but I get it. That's it's all right. Cool. You can always cut me off and say stop. I, I you know, respect that. Yeah. You can now. Uh, if you have I'll, anything I'll, I'll I missed, save, you can feel I'll free. Save them. No, yeah. I, no, I think we're good. Uh, yeah, well, Kenny Britt for the Patriots, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I'm like, oh, we can, didn't get to talk about that much, but Kenny Britt. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. One, one catch last week. So yeah. He's all excited about playing there. It's it's part it's it's the Rutgers posse that goes to play for the Patriots. They just, they just draft and sign Rutgers guys. Yeah, I guess Chris Hogan was limited at that practice for the Patriots. So yeah, I, mean, I would like, I would love it if he was back in there. That'd be yeah, that'd be great. So all right, folks, listeners to our podcast and get the free ten day RotoWire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed. You can check out nearly all the features on the site with that. So sign up now. RotoWire.com slash pod. What else you got going on this week besides your Sunday noon Eastern Facebook live Q&A? Yeah, yeah you got it. Um, well, John will be doing it on Friday this week because there's no game tonight. Uh, so, you know, you give John a little break, a little extra time to, to to bring in the holidays, I guess, and get you going. I think I, I think he's decided on – watch for the watch for our Twitter account for that and our Facebook account because we'll get the official time pinned down on that. But John will be doing a Friday chat for that. Uh, more baseball work for me. Uh, a lot of outlook writing still. 
you know, always, always a pleasure doing that. Uh, you know, and I'll be, I'll be available on Twitter throughout the weekend. I know I'll, I'll be wanting to get away, away Christmas a little bit. So, uh, you know, feel free to chime in with questions then. Yep. I will be. Yeah. Hopefully no one will have lineup changes. They still want to make on Christmas unless it's Zach Ertz and Trey Burton. If, it, if you have a Zach Ertz, <laughs> Trey Burton question, tweet Tim at Tim underscore. Oh yes. <laughs> five minutes, five minutes to the deadline, please. Tweet Cause, me. Cause he'll deserve it on Christmas day. You sending a tweet yeah. about that tight end question after bringing Absolutely. it up today. Absolutely. Uh, well, either way, I hope you have a good holiday, my friend. You hopefully. too. Yeah. Enjoy watching your Cowboys on Sunday. Well, yeah, like I said, you know, I'll have to check my pulse a couple times because it'll be crazy. But crazy. Yeah. could you imagine they make the playoffs? I mean, they could be like the Yankees. You know, we haven't we haven't had our you know required Yankees mention of this podcast. So right, you know, the, the the mediocre team regular season. But if they get far, if they get to the playoffs, you know, they might be tough to beat. So oh, they are going to be that. You know how everybody every year loves loves the the team nobody wants to play narrative. Yep. I think the Cowboys would be that if they got in. That's what everybody would say. Other than the Jags. The Jags would be the trendy well, one, yeah. too. Well, well, I mean, it, it just, you know, again, all rests on Tyron Smith. I mean, yeah. he's had some real physical problems this year. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to matter if he's playing. All right. Folks, if you like the podcast, please leave us a review and a rating. Keep it up. Um, leave us one for Christmas. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Roto-Wire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. Derek and I will be here Friday afternoon sometime um, with some the, the remainder of the news cleanup for Week 16 to get you ready for your fantasy championship game. So please come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you on Friday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.